Welcome back to Nach Daily. Today we're learning Eov Parak 7. We're continuing Eov's rebuttal to Eliphaz's claim of divine reward and punishment. The previous Parak ended with Eov begging his friends to listen to his words. Now the Parak opens up. Eov has his friend's attention and begins to lament. This Parak is really a heart-wrenching one. The overall tone is Eov lamenting his suffering. Eov opens up by lamenting the shortness of life. Each person has a limited time here on earth. Our time here on earth is like a person who works and is just waiting for his job to be over. Eov relates, having sleepless nights wondering, when will I get up? Meaning, he preferred to die than live. In verse 5, Eov says, My flesh was clothed in worms and clods of dirt. My skin cracked and festered. The Mabum explains Eve was essentially responding two things to Aliphaz. Aliphaz held God brings suffering on man in this world. This way, he won't suffer as much in the next world, and he'll attain more fulfillment in the world to come. Eve argued back, this is not the case. The ultimate purpose of creation is for people to reach fulfillment during their lifetime. Therefore, even if a person was to serve God every second of every day, they would still fall short, because at the end of the day, you only live a certain amount of years on earth. Therefore, your fulfillment is dependent on your short lifespan on earth. This is what is meant by man's time is limited, meaning limited time to fulfill your mission. So, so, so fulfilling your mission in this context is really a function of time, how long you lived, which is really not up to you. The Mabum continues to explain, either way, according to Eo's reasoning, if you were sick and ill, you would be unable to fulfill your mission in this world. So how can Aliphaz claim God inflicts pain on the righteous out of his love because the pain disables a person to fulfill his mission in this world? Eo then moves on to describe the finality of death. My life is like the wind. He relates after he dies, he'll no longer be seen by the human eye. In verse 9, Eo then says, Kala anun ve'yelech, like a cloud dissipates and is gone, so one who descends to the neither world does not reascend. Eve is saying over here, when he dies, it's all over. There's nothing to look forward to. The Gemara in Baba Vasra 16a brings, from here we see, Eve denied Trias HaMesim. The Mabim explains, Eve was saying, being I'm suffering so much, I can't serve God anyway, so it's like I'm dead. So wouldn't it be better if I die now? The Ramad Wali explains, Eve was saying to Hashem, what's the point of sending me into the depths of the Klippas if I have no way of lifting myself up and having an Aliyah? Eve continues his lament with speaking out he'd rather die than suffer. Eve asks God, am I like a sea monster that needs to be muzzled for fear of hurting others? Do I really need to be restrained? Eve says in verse 15, my soul prefers strangulation, death rather than these limbs. Meaning he's suffering so badly he preferred to die and leave this world. Eve then suddenly shifts gears by stating the insignificance of man. The Ramban and the Mitzudas explain why should divine providence concern itself with individuals when human beings are so insignificant. The chapter ends with Eov wondering if God can bear and tolerate our sins. He says in verse 20, If I have sinned, what effect can I have on you? Guardian of mankind, why have you set me up to receive your blows so that I am a burden to myself. The Ibn Ezra, Rambag, and Mitzvah explain you can read this passage instead of Eve saying, I'm a burden on myself, it can be read as, my life is too much for me to bear. The Living Nach explains, according to our tradition, this verse is one of the 
18 tikkune sofrim, verses embedded out of respect. The verse should really read, I am a burden to you, God, meaning God can't tolerate my sins. It seems that Anshe Knesset Hagadola actually tamp- tapered Eve's words to make them less disrespectful towards God. However, others maintain that Anshe Knesset Hagadola did not alter the text at all. I hope you enjoyed today's Nach Daily. Now we've learned Eliphaz's attack and rebuke on Eov. In the next parak, we'll begin Eov's second friend, Bildad's response to Eov's suffering. If you're curious about what more Bildad can say, then stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.